0: Tonight on Unreported World, 30 Years a Slave, a moving report from South Korea where the police are rescuing hundreds of modern day slaves tricked into working on salt and seaweed farms on a chain of remote islands. Shockingly, many are mentally disabled. Marcel Theroux has traveled to the Shinan Islands to investigate the lives of these vulnerable people, some reunited with families who for years believed they were dead.
1: It gave us Gangnam style. It probably made your TV and your mobile phone. But now South Korea is being stunned by an extraordinary scandal. The story began two years ago when a mother was reunited with her son. He'd been rescued from a remote island where, for years, he'd been held as a modern-day slave. The authorities have now rescued hundreds of trapped, often unpaid workers. They fit the UN definition of slaves. Shockingly, many are mentally disabled. This is where it's happening, the Shinan Islands in the country's Wild West. There are over a 1,000 of them, but only 80 are inhabited. A mainstay of this economy is this gourmet salt and the back-breaking labour needed to harvest it. This is one of the two things that South Korea's Shinan Islands is famous for. Mineral-rich, organic, salt. The other is slavery. The latest victim has just been rescued. It's just emerged that a man who was held in captivity for more than 30 years has been freed. And I'm on my way to the port city of Busan to meet him. Chung Gi Hong and Chung Byung e are brother and sister. Just eight weeks ago, she learned from police he was working on the islands. She hadn't seen him for 30 years, since he vanished as a teenager.
2: Oh, you poor thing, all this coming and going. Let's go through your socks.
1: I didn't wash the socks. What makes the case all the more shocking is that Gihong has severe learning disabilities because he had meningitis as a baby.
2: You must be the only one who wears these baby socks.
1: Which are your favorite
2: ones?
1: (laughs) Do you like them? They're for
2: children. He likes colorful kids' clothes.
1: What what do you think? Do you like my (laughs) socks? No, I like things like mine.
0: I like yours too.
1: (laughs) Age 19, he accepted a stranger's offer of work, but he says it was a trick. There was no job, only slavery. Over three decades, he was passed from farmer to farmer and says he was treated with appalling cruelty.
2: Because he's disabled, people did not treat him nicely. They did not let him sleep. Whenever the master was in a mood, he would beat him up. They were not treated like human beings. How did they
1: beat you?
0: They'd use a stick or just their hands. Look, all my teeth are gone.
2: He was beaten up, that's why.
1: It's hard for me to believe, but it seems there are dozens of people who have been in the same position.
0: Yes, there are many.
1: Gi Hong told us police investigators missed him last year Not because his employer hid him. He's sure people like him are still suffering on the islands. I don't know if this question makes sense to you, but how did you feel when you were there? Did you feel lonely? Did you feel sad? Did you feel angry? I felt like I was <laughs> going to
0: I tried many times to kill myself. One time, I even tried pesticides.
2: Because he was in so much pain, you can imagine the agony he went through. We've all been through so much.
1: That's uh, very upsetting. It sounds like he was in hell for those years. That was the one of the most extraordinary interviews I've ever done. He's a big, strong guy in his early 50s, but he's also severely brain damaged. He likes watching cartoons and he likes wearing socks that a three-year-old would like, colourful socks with cartoon characters on him. and his his severe learning difficulties and his, his obedience and his sweet nature make him open to the kind of exploitation that went on. It's just difficult to believe that anyone would be cold-hearted enough to exploit him, to abuse him in the way that his sister recounted. It's truly shocking. Incredibly, in South Korea, one of the world's most developed countries, disabled people are being used as slaves. I want to understand how this can be happening. I'm on my way to the port city of Mokpo. This is where Jihong was sent more than 30 years ago after he was recruited at a station in Busan. But it's still a center for the trafficking of disabled workers. It's a three-hour ferry ride across open sea from Mokpo to the Shenan Islands. And this is the ferry terminal that serves these outlying islands. These islands are remote, and they're also the place where the reports of abuses have been worst. This is the route the victims took out to the islands, lured by false promises of work learning too late that they'd been trapped. Because these boats are the only way anything can come on or off the islands, whether it's salt, food or forced labour. This is just an early morning ferry out to the Shanann Islands, Uh, so it sounds crazy to say that I feel slightly paranoid but everyone I've spoken to who's made the trip out to the islands has spoken about this feeling that they're being watched from the moment they got on the ferry, and particularly when they got to the islands. They're very close-knit communities. Until recently, what happened on the salt and seaweed farms on these islands was hidden from the rest of the country. This is tiny Okto Island. It only has about 200 houses on it. And Chong Ki-Hung, the man who was a forced laborer for more than 30 years, spent several of those years on this island working at a seaweed farm. I'm gonna go see if it's still here. The first person I meet is Sung Hong Ju, the owner of one of the island's small farms, out for his morning stroll. My name's Marcel, nice to meet you. We're making a film for British TV, a documentary, and I would like to ask you about disabled people. No, I don't want to talk about that. He doesn't want to talk about disabled people, but he will show us his seaweed farm. You can see my farm over there. Mr Sung explains he runs this island's only seaweed factory, which leads me to suspect he's one of the farmers Chung Gi Hong worked for. Seaweed is a big part of the Korean diet, and he sells millions of sheets a year. This is the easy part. Once the seedlings are ready, his workers replant them in the ocean. It's cold and difficult work. Mr. Sung invites me and my Korean colleague for a cup of coffee. He admits he's been questioned by the police about one of his workers. It's my chance to ask if it was Chungi Hong. Did he used to work for you? Yes,
0: that's him. Where did you meet him?
1: He says, that he was a forced labourer for more than 30 years.
0: That's him, that's him. Several months ago, I received a summons from the police. This man reported me for beating.
1: He denies beating Hong and insists he paid him.
0: He didn't work hard on purpose. He is a really bad person. Did,
1: um, did
0: you beat him? He looked like he was asking to be beaten up. I didn't beat him. I didn't know he was mentally disabled.
1: You didn't know he was mentally disabled, but it's obvious that he's mentally disabled.
0: His eyes are very scary. He's very well built. Who could have hit him? I don't believe anyone could beat him up.
1: The guy I met was clearly mentally disabled. And vulnerable. He remembers him as a bad man who wouldn't do any work. And I don't know how to make sense of that disparity. Part of me thinks that maybe he's got no concept of mental disability, that maybe he thinks that Kiung was behaving like that because he was, you know, naughty or bad. Feeling like we've worn out our welcome, we catch the ferry back to Mokpo on the mainland. In Korea, this is a town famous for gangsters. It's also full of bars and cheap lodgings for sailors on shore leave. The homeless men who sleep outside Mokpo Station tell me most days, traffickers visit them. In fact, only 20 minutes ago, a trafficker offered them beds for the night at a hostel he runs. So
0: the man takes people there one by one. He hosts them, feeds them, and dispatches them to work. They take many people. A salt farm will give them $1,000 a person. It's a bad place. Once you're caught there, you won't
1: be able to escape. Eventually, I find the hostel. From here, the trafficker sends workers to the islands and onto shrimp boats spend months at sea. The lights just came back on. It's locked and barred, and we can't get in. Hello. That's the address that was given to me, and it's an inn where a human trafficker lures vulnerable people, gets them into debt by offering them accommodation and drink. An entertainment then they can only pay that off by agreeing to work for him so the next stop from here is a shrimp boat or a salt farm it's called debt bondage and it's a classic feature of modern-day slavery the lack of anti-trafficking laws in South Korea makes prosecutions difficult that's why, although the police have rescued hundreds of trafficked and abused workers, there has only been a handful of convictions. The police have taken some of the victims to this shelter in Mokpo. Officially, it's for homeless people, but most residents are also mentally disabled. The center's run by Lee Jong-un. And what percentage of the homeless people here are mentally or physically disabled? About 80% have mental disability. These disabled people have nowhere else to go. Korea spends less on welfare than any developed nation other than Mexico. Disabled people here are twice as likely to be living in poverty as those in other developed countries. No wonder they're tempted by the false promises of the traffickers. Ki Sang was rescued by the police from an island salt farm in December.
0: Did they ever beat you? They put me in a warehouse and beat me with a stick. How much did they hit you? They put me in the punishment prison. They told you to get in that position? Yes. How many times did they hit you? A lot. They beat me at night. I don't want to go back to that place.
1: I'm introduced to other former salt slaves, among them Li Jiang sung who was rescued in March.
0: How many years did you work for them? Six years. Six years, but you were never paid? They didn't pay me. Didn't you ask them to pay you? No. You've never asked them for money? No, I didn't. Didn't you need any money? I didn't know what to do.
1: He worked for six years on a salt farm farm. and got no money. No money. Six years. So that makes him effectively a slave. Okay, slave. He was a slave. Maybe a slave. Mr Lee shows me his case files, full of similar stories. Why is this abuse happening?
0: The work is hard and it's difficult to find workers. Even if they find workers, it's too expensive. It's impossible to find this type of worker nowadays. They are taking advantage of the vulnerable.
1: As far as you're concerned, is this a form of abuse that's ongoing? I think it's unlikely
0: that this abuse will
1: completely disappear. I travel back to the islands. Ruthless traffickers and farmers desperate for cheap labour mean every time the authorities think they've dealt with the issue, it resurfaces. This is Xinhui Island. It's got lots of salt farms. And over the last couple of years, it's had lots of slavery cases. This is the epicentre of the salt farm slavery scandal. Police now inspect farms, but they missed Chung Gi Hong, whose last job was here on a salt farm just two months ago. I want to explore this island where he spent years of his life. In a tiny hamlet, I find a disabled worker. The farm owner, Kim Chae-sun, tells me the police have visited him and he's doing nothing wrong. It's a chance for me to learn about the strange relationship between some farmers and their workers. What's your relationship to Mr. Kim? What's your, how would you describe your relationship? He calls me father. So you're a kind of father figure to him? <laughs>
0: Yes, I am. My wife and I are just like real parents to him. In fact, people say we are closer to him than to our real sons who've left
1: home. Mr Kim. Kim Yongju. How nice to meet you, Kim Yongju. My name is Marcel. 안녕하세요. Nice to meet you. How, how long have you worked here? I've been here a long time. What about Mr Kim? What kind of relationship do you have with Mr Kim Sr.? <laughs>
0: here, Mummy, Daddy and me.
1: And if you weren't here, what do you think you'd be doing? I'd be homeless under a bridge. When I ask him how he got here, he tells me that as a homeless teenager, he was targeted by traffickers.
0: When I got out of the orphanage in Gwangju, I was homeless. They were looking for some people from the homeless. Once you are sold, you can never escape.
1: Mr Kim is registered two on a scale from one to six, where one is the most disabled. So he has quite severe learning difficulties. But he says that if he weren't here, he'd be homeless under a bridge. And so this is the place he'd rather be. After a number of masters, he's found what he regards as a family. The problem is that other vulnerable people can't tell friend from foe. And I'm hearing some worrying news about Chung Hong. His sister Chung Byung A, tells me that a few days earlier, traffickers almost succeeded in taking her brother back to the islands. Now she's afraid to let him out of her sight.
2: Never ever go with people, even if they say you can earn money. You mustn't trust people who ask you to follow them. Tell me if anyone asks you, and I'll deal with them.
1: Okay. She explains Chung Gi Hong was tricked into getting into a taxi to Mokpo port. The traffickers had promised to pay the fare on arrival. Luckily, she found out in time to persuade the driver to turn around. She's determined to build a new life for her brother, going for walks with him every day and making plans for the future. Right. It looks good. She's got an announcement to make.
2: Actually, Ji Hong's got good news, so I want your blessing.
1: She's introduced him to a colleague's daughter, called Gang Hyun Kyung, who also has learning disabilities, and they're engaged to be married. That's the most I've seen you smile since we've met.
2: We're planning to have the wedding in October. But she
1: knows Chungi Hong is still at risk of exploitation. And I can understand why she's frightened. When I go for a stroll in a park near their home, it's full of vulnerable people. And watching them is a recruiter a man who admits he's earned a good living from this place. Is this generally a place that headhunters come to find workers?
0: We often come to this area. We get about $500 from the client.
1: He claims he doesn't target disabled people, but there's not much of a job interview. We
0: don't do a full health check. We could take disabled people by
1: accident. Disabled people who've fallen through the cracks of South Korean society remain at risk of slavery.
0: The Unreported World podcast accompanies the critically acclaimed Channel 4 television series. Explore more by visiting channel4.com slash unreported world where you can watch full programmes on demand from anywhere in the world. You can also join the global conversation via Unreported World's Twitter and Facebook pages.